GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Hey everybody, welcome to another GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience into your home. And today, we will be joined by the English-speaking cast of Dragon Ball Z. And since this is a Q&A, I urge all of you watching right now to come up with whatever questions you may have, and now is your time start typing them in. And I also want to remind you there are still opportunities available to purchase one-on-one -on -one chats and personalized autographs. So in order to do that, all you have to do is visit galaxycon.com. All right, guys, I believe we are ready to begin. So first, let's introduce to the stream, here's the voice of Android 16, it's Jeremy Inman. Ah, what happened? Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome to the living room. Thank you for having us in your living room. We appreciate that. <laughs> I also groomed for the first time completely. Like usually it's been kind of a half-assed approach, but today I actually comb my hair and shaved and brush my teeth. And usually it's oh. one three. Well, so. we appreciate the triple threat of and the teeth brushing, of course. Well, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next to the stream. So one of them is the voice of Mr. Satan. The other is my Jin Boo. It is Rager and Martin's England's legendary comic duo, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, 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 welcome, How are you guys doing? We're doing well. How Excellent. are you today? Excellent. Thanks. Better now. Better now. Much better now. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Glad to be here. All right. Up next, it's the voice of Krillin. It's Sunny Straight. Kamehameha, virtual people. Good to see you. <laughs> well, how are you doing, Sunny? Great. How are you doing? Good. You also looked very groomed today, so thank you for that. Yeah, I just said I I washed. I could just wash the head, but I washed the whole body just for this event. <laughs> thank you, much appreciated. <laughs> All right, up next, the voice of Gohan. It's Kyle the Bear. What? Oh my gosh! Hi. Ooh. Hey, Kyle. How you doing? Doing rock and roll, and I'm still not on fire myself. Oh. The rest of the state might be, but not me. Bless. Wow. Well, we're <laughs> glad that you're okay, Kyle. Thank you. Yes. We are. <laughs> All right, up next, she is, of course, the voice of Balma. It's Monica Rial. Hey, everybody! <laughs> How you doing, Monica? <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I am thrilled to see my colleagues, and you, of course, Kit Cadet. This is super cool, so it's going to be fun. Awesome. My favorite thing, Monica, when you joined, you already prepared us that there might be cats joining the stream. So. Yes. Yeah, Monica's cats might be joining us. It's, it's a bonus. So last time I had a little head peek out in the corner, and so I'm like, I should probably warn people that there might be a little cat that appears. No worries, we'll see. Awesome. And last but certainly not least, he is the voice of Piccolo and Vegeta. Welcome, Chris Sabat. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Hey, good to see you. <laughs> no. Good to see you guys. It's so good to, to see you on the internet. This is uh, awesome. Sad. Yeah, Sad. yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank don't, you. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Jeremy Inman, have we ever done a panel together? Ever? Like, uh, I don't think so. Ever. I was wow. very excited. You're usually you this, you're usually uh, in the yeah, VIP. Like, I'm too badass for everyone. Big else. Fire Force fan myself. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> 
Awesome. So right now, while everyone's coming up with their questions, I'm just going to take a little time and ask you guys some questions of my own. I think I'll ask like one Dragon Ball Z related question, then one like a little more off the wall. All right. So we'll start with before you guys got your parts in the English speaking dub, did you guys watch the initial version or read any of the manga? And I guess I'd let's start with you, Jerry. Seen- Oh, I'd sorry, actually seen it. the. Uh, uh, oh, you're asking specific. Okay, Jeremy. No, 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 no. No, I don't want to get out of order here. This Sonny, is no, 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 no. Sunny, you're first. I'd actually rented uh, a video from Blockbuster uh, that was Dragon Ball, and I'd, I'd watched it, and then I got on the show, and I didn't realize it was the same show, and I saw a poster of Kid Goku with a cloud at Funimation, and I asked actually Chris, who's vanished now, and I said. <laughs> I've seen that. What is that? And he goes, dude, that's the show you're on. And I was like, oh, crap. That's cool. Cool. <laughs> Crazy. Awesome. What about yeah. you, Jeremy? Jeremy. I didn't, know, I didn't even know what anime was, let alone <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I was in paramedic school at the time and I randomly auditioned from a friend of a friend. And I didn't know what Dragon Ball was or anime was. I grew up watching Voltron and didn't know that was an anime. If that can't, I mean, I don't know. So basically, the short answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You saw Speed Racer, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Right. I watched anime yeah. before anime. My story's a little bit like Jeremy, although I knew what anime was, but we didn't call it anime. We called it Japanimation. Oh, so, you know, I watched Street Racer and Star Blazers and Battle of the Planets and Robotech and Voltron, you know, kind of knowing a little bit later on that it was Japanese. I was not aware of Dragon Ball. It was actually Mike McFarland that introduced us to Dragon Ball after he had auditioned. And I was like, if you're, they're going to hire you, they'll hire me. (laughs) For me, my little brother was a huge fan of Dragon Ball in Spanish. So we had seen it all in Spain and then it came to the U.S. And so then I was very familiar. I even bought him like comforter sets and stuff with the characters on it. And then fast forward to 2010 and I went into an audition and Bulma popped up on the screen and I went, what? So, yes, I was very familiar. Very familiar. What about you, Kyle? Golly, back in 1995, I first read about it in a magazine that doesn't exist anymore called An America. And oh, I saw it was so cool because you had characters that, like, start out as kids and then they grow up and they get married and they have kids. And, you know, you're so used to, like, Simpsons or Charlie Brown where it just stays the same age regardless. And it's like, okay, this is something cool. I've been watching anime since the 70s and 80s, too. So I was like, wow, this is cool. And then 2000. It's in Funimation's hands. I'm a DJ at Radio Disney, and I hear about auditions, and my life changed for sure. So getting to be You're a fanboy, getting in there, I was squeege. I had my wacky My DJ daughter thing. was a bigger <laughs> fan of you than Dragon Ball Z. And when I told her I worked with squeege, she, she said, no, you don't. And I said, yes, I do. Oh, my God. She didn't believe me. <laughs> There you go. Josh, what about you? I had no idea what Dragon Ball Z was when I got involved. Just vicariously through Rager and McFarlane in the comedy troupe, I'd started to hear about it, but I still had never seen any yet. And anything. there goes Sabbath again. Is it? Okay. I had that. <laughs> He'll come back with a different He just takes a break and bites a sandwich and comes back. Well, Sabbath's kind of part of the story as to how Josh got into Dragon Ball because we're in a comedy show, comedy troupe called Section 8 Comedy, along with Mike McFarland. And Sabbath came to the show one day, and Josh does this character in our show called the Pillsbury Homeboy. Oh, I love him. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Sabbath could tell the story if his technology wasn't. So I don't know, the Josh was the only one who was discovered. Josh was oh. discovered exactly. We all That's auditioned. Right. I he love was discovered. I love when kids ask, uh, "How how did you get into voice acting?" 
Okay, well, here's how you do it. Start a comedy troupe. Find, <laughs> find a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> per perform there until you get discovered. <laughs> Perfect. Hope everyone was taking care of it. Italian won't work. It has to be Mexican food. <laughs> okay. so all it's so funny because Matt's, our, our improv troupe performed at a Mexican restaurant in Houston as well called Chipultepec. So it's so weird. <laughs> oh, we're on a grill and bar here. The yeah. original comedy troupe we performed in when we were a comedy troupe called Actors Without a Stage. Oh, it was the, yeah. what was it, John? <laughs> I want to get this right. La Suprema. What? La Suprema, La Suprema Organic Mexican Food Restaurant. It was organic. That's yes. right. I had a theater troupe that performed in a tapas bar. Um, but that's Spanish, though. That's not Mexican. So I don't know if they yeah. really count. <laughs> no wonder yeah. it didn't go anywhere. Our improv, troupe, our improv troupe went from Chapultepec, the Mexican restaurant, to La Bear. So we performed before. I the said, I said, top is not topless. Or bottomless in the case of the bear. It was very interesting when the shift changed. I was like, oh, my God. all her $1 bills. It was in Houston, yeah. Right. Okay. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Wow. Love it. And if Sabbath rejoins us, then we shall ask him when he comes back with whatever name he comes back with. All right. I, I guess the most technologically savvy among us has the crappiest connection. That's what I want to know. Right, right. Every single time we do one of these, he has technical issues. And I'm like, don't you own a studio? <laughs> right. You're the guy who's supposed to, this is not supposed to happen. Yeah, but that's at his studio, not at his house. He's got True. like things going on. No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> Well, also, it's dependent upon your service provider, too. Yeah, I bet he got nine million things on that Bluetooth, too. Boy, he got a light, <laughs> car, got a got a sprinkler system, got a security system, probably got a maid system. He just goes, All right, I mean, I, I mean, roll up, comes clean. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. he's, he's living the Jetsons, Rosie the robot, <laughs> fun, the Sabbatsons. <laughs> the Sabbatson. Right. <laughs> when he comes back, uh, don't tell him I said that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So I'll ask you one more question before we go to the fan questions. Something maybe more a little bit off the wall. So if you guys had to give a 40 minute long presentation without any preparation whatsoever, what could you instantly give a presentation on? Acting, drawing comics, beard construction. <laughs> Which is very important. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, I would say acting, dancing, any kind of tap, dance, ballet, jazz, cutting hair. I can teach you how to cut hair. In fact, I've offered my services to people. I'm like, I'll come outside your house and show you how to do it through the window. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Going to the bathroom on a Zoom meeting without ever hitting a mute mic or camera and them not knowing. <laughs> very sneaky. That's we'll a do trick. a panel on how to keep Hold up in a, a second. panel. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Hold up a minute. <laughs> I could talk about voice acting. I could talk about Star Wars. I could talk about social media. Yeah, you're good at that. Fantastic. I'm trying to. What about you guys? That, the first thing that popped in my head, I can't say. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> what's, the, what's the second? There's a couple. I mean, I, I the section is about sex. I could teach you how to use your Xbox properly. I could also teach you how to play Madden. A little bit about voice acting, but I don't know that much. And then, I don't know. You have a it. school for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. yeah. It's good advertising. <laughs> well, I want to take away from Sonny's classes. Oh, yeah. That's right. Don't take away from my class. Yeah. Oh, man. 
you know, it doesn't take, I could talk about anything for a long time. I could tell you how to uh, survive on the road in a giant purple dinosaur costume. <laughs> that, that'll take up a couple of hours at least. I'd read that book. Yeah, right on. I should. <laughs> hey, let's talk about it. Someday I'll, I'll when I'm it old and I don't care. <laughs> Someday when I'm old and I don't care and no one else does either. But the uh, Barney I'll people do can't it. sue you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, sir. No, I could. Yeah, that's a good one. I could talk about my life moving from Louisiana to Dallas to be an actor and it worked. <laughs> so. You talk about the proper way to eat crawdads. Come on. (laughs) I've been with you when you did it. That's the head. Next. (laughs) Now do that eight more times. You get tired before you get full. That's the problem problem with crawfish. That or your fingers burn up. Yeah. Go in juices and lemon and everything in you. Mm. Crevices are beautiful. Come on. So does, does anyone want to answer for Sabbath or should we just move along to the fan questions? <laughs> Sabbath could probably tell you about how to ignore you and use his phone. Um, <laughs> how to troll. How to troll people. How to troll. Prank, how to troll. Pranking for fun and yes. profit. Yes, yeah, he's really good at pranks. He's oh, really man. good at technology, despite today. <laughs> you sure, Monica? Okay. I know. Like, <laughs> uh, tell you about uh, DJ Sexadillionaire. Yeah. Oh God, I miss DJ Sexadillionaire. His oh. alter ego. Yeah. Oh. He was and, French uh, too, right? H- Hindu from Austrian? <laughs> uh, he was Austrian, yeah. Austrian? It was twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was a while back. Yeah, he had his own it, he would do you remember the live DJ shows they would do? And then they had a band that was the Dream Tigers, right? Dream yes. Tigers? Yeah. Welcome to the Dream Tigers. How did I miss Chris could also do a class on music. Right. Yes. Mm. Composing. He may be able to tell you about starring in uh, Chuck E. Cheese videos. <laughs> well. Oh, my God. Right. The Galaxy 5000, which later That's became Ocatron 5000. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese and the Galaxy 5000. <laughs> I actually did All storyboards right. for the for the dance numbers. <laughs> you can't make that up. <laughs> yeah. He could you could tell you about the time we did the chorus for the you know how in, in Dragon Ball GT it says step into the grand tour, grand tour. That was like me, Mike, Sabbath, Sonny, were you there that day? I think so. Sonny right. a couple other guys. That was all of us. I feel like we're doing a memorial service for Sabbath. <laughs> yeah, he was a good guy. He was really he was a lot nicer than people give him credit for. Or his career. The Sabbath's career memorial service. Yeah. <laughs> Should we have a moment of silence? Yeah, let's have a moment of silence for Sabbath's career. <laughs> Well, hopefully we'll get some news on when he'll be rejoining us. I'll check with the producers and see uh, what we can figure out. All right. Well, FaceTime him and hold him up. Oh, my God. I love seeing you guys again. This is so awesome. This is exactly what I needed this week. All right. Well, uh, I guess let's go into the first fan question. Let's see what we got going on here. This is from Andre. So this is for all of you. What first got you interested in voice acting and who was your inspiration? I don't know that I ever thought about voice acting. Like I wanted to be an actor, but I realize now that my inspirations as a very young actress, which were predominantly Lily Tomlin and Carol Burnett, 
kind of taught me to be a voice actress by all of their different characters and everything. So yeah, I just kind of fell into it. I just wanted to be an actor and here I am. There you are. Fantastic. Yeah, you're a real Carol Burnett type too. You Definitely. should have your own show like that. Yes. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I want to see Monica wearing the curtains. Yes. Oh yeah. I don't have any curtains. I saw oh, it no. in the window. <laughs> just had to have like it. folding blinds on her shoulders. <laughs> Next time. Next time I'll be prepared. Next time. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, it felt right. I felt right to me. I, I was like, it's a natural way to slip it in there. Uh, <laughs> Inspiration. Uh, I, I definitely wanted to do voice acting because I grew up very shy and introverted and I knew I wanted to entertain, but I didn't want people to look at me. But strangely, mm. getting involved in radio and then crossing over into voiceover helped give me confidence. And, you know, acting is acting. And while I'm sure it's fun and and all that to be on stage and get the roar of the crowd or and I, I have been on camera before, but I mean, my real passion lies behind the mic. And that, that is probably thanks to Mel Blanc, the the in the invaluable, the genius who, who did all the Looney Tunes stuff back in the day. Fantastic. Yeah. And look at everybody looking at you now. Oh my God. Hey, you, you made daring. it. You did it. <laughs> what? My inspiration was my father. He used to do just impressions of funny characters all the time. And he, he taught me how to do Donald Duck when I was like four. And then when he realized I had an ear for it, he was like, okay, now do Mickey Mouse and all these other characters. And so I was just in love with just any cartoons, especially the Hanna-Barbera cartoons and the Warner Brothers cartoons. Mel Blanc, of course, my hero. But I never thought I would actually do this professionally because I never planned on leaving Texas. And there wasn't a lot of animation studios make that none in Texas. So I got involved in theater, which was the next best thing. And I assumed I would just be a theater professor and was sort of a theater jock all through high school and college. And then I, I got my first comic book published and I said, okay, for good. What? Theater jock? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning that I was... I had, no, because I, I got scholarships and I only had to make like a C or B to keep my scholarships. I was like, I was this theater jock. They wanted me bad enough to pay me to be there. Oh, yeah. Choir yeah. two or just theater? Huh? Choir, Choir two. two? Yeah. 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 But here's the thing. Once I got published, I just dropped out of school. I said, forget this. Oh, okay. I comics for like 10 years. And then I got the acting bug again and started doing theater again. And then Funimation moved to town and... The rest is why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Sonny, you know, you and I, our similar stories are very similar. My dad also taught me at a very young age to do Donald Duck, but that was really the only voice he knew how to do. How old were you? I mean, young. I mean, I could do Donald Duck at a very young age. Can you still do it? Because my dad can't do it anymore. You know? (laughs) You know? <laughs> the but great thing about Donald Duck, right? though, Donald oh, Duck is a whistle. It's not a voice. So you can talk and do Donald Duck at the same time. And it sounds possessed. It's like. This is terrifying. It's what happens when you learn Donald Duck at the end of a closed fist. You call that a duck? Yeah. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> Similar circumstance. I don't know, whatever. All right, we're tying you back to the tree. We're going to tie you on that tree till you figure out how to do the Donald Duck whistle. <laughs> you don't eat until you quack like a freaking duck, son. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> 
Don't go right here. Guy farting. Do it again. <laughs> Guys, I need to tell my story. Oh, God. Speak the truth. I need to speak my truth. Exactly. Do it. Share. So, anyway, Donald Duck was one of the first voices I learned. Mel Blanc, too, very much. But again, in my head, I never thought about doing voices because one guy was the one already doing them all, you know? So it wasn't a thing you thought, oh, I'll do that too one day. But, you know, I definitely got like the acting bug in college and, you know, so on and so forth. Went to acting school and started comedy shows and comedy comedy troops and writing comedy and improv and sketch comedy and, you know, ended up here one day. Yeah. You know, it was never really planned. It just happened. Yeah, I think happy, happy that it did. Us, that's the way it worked. Happy we that it did. Sort of, yeah. Nobody anticipated this. No, not at all. No. <laughs> and even when I was in it, I thought, this is a fad. It'll last about two years and then we'll be done. <laughs> I'm not psychic, it, by the way. <laughs> it, it took me three sessions to believe that I was going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, oh, that, well, I mean, this, this serious? After the second what, session, really? Josh thought he was still auditioning. I thought, oh, wow. I just figured since they kept calling me back. Yeah. Uh, who knew? Third callback, guys. Third callback. <laughs> There's a lot of lines for this audition. I just Two felt like episodes later. I don't think you're right for sure. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna use you in that episode, but not anymore. Right. <laughs> It was a tough ride. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, that isn't you. No. <clears throat> no you Jeremy? Them. Did Jeremy give his yet, or have I forgotten? I, I didn't on purpose because I always feel bad answering this because it's such a snoozer of a story. Like, Bring it on. I grew up in California as an actor doing your typical actor things except voiceover, but always liking doing voices in my head anyway or out loud and moved here, moved to Texas and thought, well, F that, I'm going to do something else. So did something else. And while I was doing that something else, uh, I heard from a fellow theater friend about auditions for Dragon Ball Z and said, oh, cool. I'll just, I can do Gaston. I'll just kind of bastardize that Mm. audition with that. And here I am 20 years later, literally 20 years later. Fantastic. Is it more than 20 years now? It's 21 for me. It's 20 for me. My first day was March 27th, 2000. Wow. Wow. I believe... I believe technically I was like August. It was like July or August of 99. I think Monica's the new kid amongst us. Definitely. And it's still been, what, 11 years? <laughs> I think it's been like that. Has it? I know, yeah. something like that. It's been a while. Wow, bad. 11 years. Rookie. Yeah. But I've been voice acting since the 90s. You were voice acting before any of us were. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Jeremy, what kind of acting did you do? And co- was it like uh, commercial work yeah. and stuff? No, just theater. I was always interested in being an actor and did all the things you do to learn how to be an actor and never thought of pursuing a voiceover career in my life. But I always loved Ed Wynn, Ed Wynn, not Wind, and the guy whoever voices Gaston, I would do those voices constantly. And mm-hmm. to this day, still do. <laughs> but never even registered as a career path to me until I moved here. And now, look at look at us now, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's weird to be able to achieve a childhood dream without even trying, without even knowing. <laughs> <a dream. laughs> yeah, it's really weird to achieve your dream by just waking up and walking in a door. <laughs> yeah, it just I, sort I of came to you. My, 
I was like, my mom always used to come in and say, no amount of cartoons or video games is ever going to amount to anything. Uh, I'd be like, hmm. Well, mom. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the next question. And this is oh, from a person with no name, apparently. Uh, what characteristics do you share with your character in Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, married man. to a woman who's I... sometimes blonde. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I'm a, a devoted father. Devoted father. Nice. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I, I'm going to assume I, this I, question's from Chris Abbott. We're, we'll just assume that. Mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> so. He's apparently that. having tech problems. Did he tell you that? Yeah. Well, what does that mean exactly? It's just a tech problem. <laughs> but he's typing. He's currently typing, so I'll keep you updated. Okay. Thank good. you. Hey, the play-by-play, Monica. We give him the it. questions, and he could just type them to you. Right. Oh, that's true. Or he could talk to you on his phone, and you could just put your phone up. Yeah, to FaceTime. Your... Right. Yeah, FaceTime and ask him questions. We've done it. <laughs> what were you saying, Chris? Uh, I too, like Mr. Satan, am uh, loud and obnoxious, and like to take credit for things that weren't mine. <laughs> fair. Fair. <laughs> like. Uh, I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> I think for me, I mean, right? I'm used to being around a lot of boys. You know, I grew up with Post-it mothers, notes. and so okay. <laughs> post-it notes. Is that what you just? <laughs> yeah, and liquid paper, liquid paper. That was me. <laughs> The ultra thin condom, me did it. <laughs> me. No, I was the sheepskin. You're responsible one. for my child. Sorry about that. <laughs> what is happening? I thought we were talking about what characteristics. Oh, meltdown! We were Monica. We're he was naming things that he's taking credit for. He didn't create, like the internet. I gotcha. I think for me, I'm used to hanging around a bunch of boys, so obviously I fit in just fine. And I like to think of myself as a strong woman, and Bulma is, she's strong. She's strong. And I am pretty sassy sometimes. Cool. I'm just like the narrator because I can stop and start time, you know, just (laughs) I'm the most powerful being in the universe because we can cut to the sponsor's message and then come right back. All right. They're still powering up. No, I'm also a dork like Gohan too, because I want to be a superhero and I don't know. Yeah. And when you speak, it does sound like we're going to commercial. Yeah. (laughs) Next time. We'll be right back on galaxycon.com. Well, I guess in the meantime, let's cut to commercial. If you guys want to purchase one-on-one chats and personalized autographs, all you have to do is go to galaxycon.com. Now back to the show. There you go. Okay. (laughs) I asked him if he wanted me to FaceTime him and he hasn't answered. So. Mm. Go through it. He's like, like his phone's having difficulty. Get out of this. Stop helping. <laughs> <laughs> I share. People uh, took the time to log into this. <laughs> uh, I like candy. I yes. like candy. I like chocolate. I'm cute and innocent unless you piss me off. <laughs> I, uh, I'm completely devoid of personality and like cats. So it's pretty much a marriage of the universe. <laughs> I am I very sure. I have fantasies of taking Jeremy Inman's head and throwing it. <laughs> we share that fantasy. <laughs> Love it. All right. Good question. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> this is from Rebecca. This is for all of you. What has been the most memorable thing to happen to you during a fan event? And I'm sure there's been a lot of memorable moments. So just one that comes to mind. Uh, so many. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I've had a couple of wedding proposals. You know, I would either do a photo nice. uh, event and someone would just pop the question there. 
or and then one time they came to me ahead of time and said while we're in the autograph line i want you to come up and just do the this voice from this show or this character and and then i'll get down on the knee and do the actual pro pop you know Aww. proposal and all that it's like wow that's cool i'm part of that that's neat so romantic. chris chris and i got to be witnesses there was a convention where two people got married as bulma and vegeta and we got to oh, be their witnesses. And that was kind of cool. That was nice. pretty cool. That's I had awesome. a soldier come up to me and he had a DVD he wanted me to sign. And he said that he and his buddy were serving in the Middle East and they felt like Krillin because they felt way out of their depth. And so mm-hmm. they they would watch DBZ together or whatever, but his friend didn't make it. And he said that he wanted me to sign this because he was going to put it on his uh, grave site. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh, Tears. my God. Yeah, oh, wow. that was that was very memorable. Mm. A good one. I, I was also a girl scared. flashed me once. Does that help? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I mean, he was up. <laughs> I did have a guy had me record a wedding proposal as Mr. Torg from Borderlands, and he put it into the box. So when she opened it up, it was like me screaming at her, you know, <laughs> you want to get married? You know, so something like that. <laughs> That. that was kind of Who fun. did we lose? Oh, we just lost to Jeremy. Oh, we're no, falling off, y'all. I've been in Zoom chats with Inman. This is the regular thing. Right, exactly. Yeah. In fact, this is now just a reminder. That's as, as much as he could take. <laughs> I'm out of here. Oh, look, I'm getting the Majin M on my beard now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. Majin beard. Majin beard. <laughs> Oh, hey, uh, welcome back. This, uh, what is it? Five, I could have told you it must be 5 30 because every day between five and six, this computer loves to just nope. Sorry, <clears throat> how weird. Yeah. <laughs> Not the internet connection, it's the computer. I've done all the whatever you're supposed to do. Have you defragmented it? I know it's funny, it's computer, so <laughs> it's spectrum, Fantastic. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's sunny. All right, I was like, Duh. okay. <laughs> Josh, what about you? Oh, wow. Man, one that comes to mind is uh, a guy gave me a Majin belt. Like the belt that that Majin Buu wears. He he made one out of a weight weight belt, weightlifting belt. Mm. That's cool. We get all kind of cool gifts and stuff. Mm. I got a wall full. Picking the most most is, is tough. Yeah, There's I love getting the gifts. My wife ha- hates it when I call them offerings, but. <laughs> <laughs> offering. I got another offering this weekend. <laughs> Amen. 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 You know, I always like to hear, you know, you were, this never really gets old and you think it would, but it doesn't. But the, you were a part of my childhood. Those mm-hmm. moments. We hear that a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> And that one doesn't get old, actually. Yeah, we're on like the third generation now, so we have grandparents now who watched us from the beginning. <laughs> Super cool. Yeah, right. Part of a lot of people's childhoods. I, I like to respond. Thank you. You made my adulthood. <laughs> Look who it is! Oh, hey! Remove wings, Chris Start Evan. Over. How did you get into voice acting? Start over. Didn't I? Never have. <laughs> <laughs> Never really got into it, actually. Like, it's just one of those things. It's weird. I do it for a living, but it's just I don't get into it, you know? <laughs> Did you know about Dragon Ball Z before you started it? Oh, yeah, that was one of the uh, questions. No. Before you started no. I, I knew about the – I actually only knew the three anime that existed at the time when I was hired. And apparently there was a fourth called Dragon Ball. But apparently, like, it was unusual because they had only three anime before Dragon Ball was ever released. And so they called me. The Japan called me and they said, look, we're, we have 
this idea. The entire nation. <laughs> and, the and I was the one that convinced them. That I was like, Japan, make more of this stuff. And they did. And they made, and the fir- one of the first ones they made was Dragon Ball. And they're like, do you want it? And I'm like, okay, sure. So you're the reason that we get folks contacting us going, make more of the show. It's mm-hmm. your fault. <laughs> yeah, I just stopped. I just stopped bugging them. Actually, I've been real busy lately. When Japan gave it to you, did they? Did you know it was going to be a hit? No, no, I no. just I knew there would be a lot of hitting in it, though. Oh yes, right. <laughs> fair, fair. So Chris Sabat, or the ghost of Chris Sabat, was there any memorable moments that have happened for you at a convention? Actually, the most memorable thing about conventions is actually going to them. It's so great. Oh, I remember when we used to go to conventions instead of doing them on the internet. And oh, I missed that. We all go have like dinner together and like. Oh, yeah. Uh, remember those days? Drinks. Wait, what? Yes. what? Uh, oh, Jeremy, um, some of you us guys go, go out, out afterwards. Oh. oh, that's cool. That might be fun. <laughs> guys, no, we don't, Jeremy. They're just making that up. No, We're being silly. We didn't really go out. No, we don't hang. Oh, uh, I thought I was, I was confused for a second. Yeah. No, we're good. <laughs> Well, Jeremy, did you answer a memorable moment? I did when my internet was off, so we can move on. Okay, perfect. All right. It was a great, a great answer as well, Jeremy. It was inspiring. You guys really missed it. I even made my cat talk and nobody saw it. Uh, We missed Mm -hmm. out. All right, guys. (laughs) Here's the next question. Did you do a voice for your cat? Does your cat have a voice? Kind of. Yes. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. He speaks like this because he's called Lord Chester. He's very, he's very foppy and pissy. Oh, okay. Well, All right. I had a whole videos for to promote my roommate as a cat. I don't. I guess you missed them. <laughs> I have. I, I saw the link you sent, but I didn't have time to look yet. Sorry. I know it was last fine. year, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I know it was last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, here's that next question. And this is from L. Casey. How would your characters react to the pandemic? I think Christopher Stabbett could answer this for all of us. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's that's good. How about uh, like I'll uh, I'll start with I'll try and get through my list and see if there's some time left over for you guys. And we'll see, <laughs> Vegeta wouldn't believe in it, and he'd and then Bomo would slap him, and then he'd stay home, and then uh, Yamcha would be just scared of everything, and he'd just stay home and watch uh, reruns of baseball games. Piccolo would say, "Cool, I'm out," and uh, he would just like disappear into an iceberg and stay there for you know ten years. And Trunks would just go back in time. I don't even play that character but he just he just leave man he's like i'm out of here what about alma's character what about alma's character <laughs> yeah Sabbath. i was gonna let i was gonna let her answer no that no we want to hear you you haven't been here oh. so you get to answer him no oh, would you okay, leave Bola behind yeah, yeah, Bola would be ask the mask karen <laughs> I, know, I think I think Bulma would go on vacation and leave all the boys at home and be like, Vegeta, you handle this. Like, you take care of the kids. You do Krillin the would try to find a way to sacrifice himself quickly. Like, let me have the disease. I'll, let me have it first. <laughs> Poor Krillin. If he put, if he wears a mask, all you would see is his, like, just his eyes. It'd be, re- he'd be a really like, yeah, like this smooth. He really Shinhan could cover his whole. Face and eyes, and he could just he could draw on a nose on the mask. Sixteen is fully synthetic, so he would just lord over the dead bodies of all his disease-ridden comrades. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Bardock the narrator would just ask questions. It's like, are, are will they wear a mask? Will they be socially distant? <laughs> 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 oh, 
What would Boo do, Jeff? Uh, well, I, I don't think I have a nose either. Uh, Boo doesn't have a nose. <laughs> He's a demon. He's just going to go on business as usual, turning people into chocolate. Right. Even even Corona. COVID, even corona COVID bars. In the chocolate. Just add some spice. Corona, like corona spice. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Right. Like, I've always kind of compared Mr. Satan to Donald Trump on many levels, although I think Mr. Satan's likable. <laughs> so in some way you know i'm sure like for the public he'd want to do the thing that donald trump says he was doing like i want to keep calm everyone everything's okay but in real life he'd be like we're all gonna die you know <laughs> fair fair all right Let's go to the next question. And this one is from, oh, did did everyone answer? Just to make sure we did. Perfect. Okay. The next one uh, from Christy. What other character that you have voiced would you love to see interact with your Dragon Ball Z character? Hmm. I think Maze Hughes would uh, get along with Krillin really well. They could both talk about their kids and stuff and get drunk together. I can see that happening. I think these two, 16 and the cow would be the best buddy cop reinvention ever. And that's a good name for the show too. Sixteen in the cow. Sixteen in the cow. <gasps> a good name. <clears throat> Love it. Do it. I don't know about Bulma, but I know for Yogengyo, the little seer fish. I think it'd be kind of fun to see him have a little conversation with like Suyu Wasui from My Hero, because then they're kind of like in the same range, <laughs> and they're both amphibious. So you know, that'd be fun. That'd be all fun. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Are you okay over there, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to bother with because he wants dishes. So right. it's COVID life. Y'all. Forget about it. Wow. Uh, I think Kamina would probably hang out with great Sam man and they to, to try to outdo each other in being inspirational. <laughs> Something like that. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to imagine this conversation between Mr. Satan and Mr. Torg and them sort of trying <laughs> to clarify who the best Mr. is. You know? <laughs> So, I'm Mr. Satan. I'm Mr. Torg. You know, just, well, I was the first Mr. It was like, I don't know. Probably, <laughs> a lot of them would win eventually. Gosh. Maybe uh, Larry Butts from Ace Attorney and Majin Buu. That, that might be interesting. That, that'd be a disaster. They're both bumbling idiots. Larry Butts would be chocolate by the end of that. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's something stinks. It's got to be the Butts. Okay. Yeah, it might be me. <laughs> I don't know. All Might would show up and he'd be like, these are the worst heroes I've ever seen. <laughs> you guys are extremely mean. I think I don't think he would hang around very long. I don't think he would dig it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we have time for one more question. So let's see. And this is from Alex. And first off, oh, all of you are getting compliments on the facial hair. There you go. Woo, good job, guys. Good job. Monica looking great. <laughs> yes. yes. Monica I need my eyebrows just for you guys. There you go. <laughs> and Alex wants to know the favorite moments for each of your characters. And once again, I'm sure there's many. So whatever comes to mind first. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I'm going to go with my Bulma. Because in that was the moment in Battle of Gods, the first time we heard Vegeta scream, my Bulma, it was like, finally i know he cares because you spend so much time going does he care doesn't he care so that was huge i actually felt that one i got a little teary-eyed it was pretty awesome Mm. you know one of my favorite moments was really kind of just the uh, idea of getting work as an actor you know and then realizing (laughs) 
that my best friend was also coming in and like I would go home and be like, or I would come back and we'd be at the comedy show and be like, hey man, you know what your guy does in this thing? And he'd be like, no, what does he do? And then he'd tell me later, you know, so it was always like whoever got to record first was always telling the other one what they, what the thing they were about to go and record and do and stuff. And so those little moments of knowing that like, hey, we're working actors, we're doing this and 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 the our characters are friends. That was Is that when really- you became a couple? Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It was in 95. We've we've been a couple a, a long time. Right. <laughs> My favorite. Go on, Go on Chris, tell them. Uh, just, man, oh. Yamcha, Yamcha misses his favorite moment was Dragon Ball when he actually <laughs> was relevant. <laughs> like, Goku, uh, Vegeta's favorite moment was uh, when he got to slap uh, Goku across the face after he uh, knocked him out, Majin uh, Vegeta style. Piccolo's favorite moment is when everyone's gone. What would you uh, think Sean, Sean would say Goku's favorite moment was? Go, Sean would say he loves all the moments and that we don't have <laughs> enough time for Sean to answer all of yeah. the... Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, we, we would need another hour to answer that. Fair, fair. That one time the narrator said, oh, uh, go ahead. Sorry. next time on Dragon Ball Z. That's that <laughs> that's one my, time. One yeah, he, moment of all. Yeah, That was such a good moment for him. Yeah. <laughs> we need more of those. Mm. Bardock's favorite moment. Yeah. And you Krillin's favorite sense. moment would probably be in Super. And I actually improvised this line when he kicks the guy's butt who kicked uh, Android 18's butt. And he says, I'm totally Krillin' it today. And uh, <laughs> then he gets his ass kicked immediately after that. It's like, bam. But was that, that was, before I think, or after Mondo Cool? Way after Mondo Cool. Uh, <laughs> Mondo Cool. I remember when we had that, we, Chris looks at that in the script and he said, uh, what can we change this to? What can we change this to? And I'm like, I don't know. We're trying to think. And he goes, ah, just do it. Can you sell it? And I went, yeah, let's sell it. <laughs> I, you know me, cool. I, don't, I don't like to change lines. So, you know, I'm, I'm, like, yeah. it. I'm just a purist when it comes to that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And that was the original Japanese, too. And so we, we we're taking a risk to try to change it anyway. Yeah. In, ja- in Japanese, it's my favorite moment. Are the <laughs> what? My favorite moment and my least favorite moment are the same. It's uh, when he rocket punches Cell, and it's my favorite because, oh, this guy just kicked this guy's ass. That's awesome. And then Cell lives, and then that's when you realize I was being used as a story device. Womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> the birds were cool. <laughs> <laughs> Josh? I take the good with the bad. You know, you know how it is. COVID 2020. <laughs> My favorite moment was first one was uh, in the series when I went to town and entered the fight, won money to buy ice cream. <clears throat> and then I saw a magazine with a guy on the front and I thought that that's what girls like. So I turned myself into uh, a good looking guy and I asked the girl, You think boo's sexy? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you said ice cream. You bought ice cream from my character. It's That's like, right, oh, we got 14 yeah. flavors. Because Travis right. said, uh, hey, just make it put any voice. So I, I made the, the ice cream guy Forrest Gump. <laughs> that was my first line of like, besides. I never said anything much before then. So I finally got some lines then. Fantastic. Lines. <laughs> So I'm actually hearing from the producers that we have time for one more question. So this is the final, final question. And this is from Andre. And this is for all of you. If you could write your own standalone Dragon Ball Z movie, what would you want it to be about and why? Well, the misadventures of Krillin would be great. 
Yeah. Uh, such a loaded question for ego. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just want to see Bulma fight. I want to see her fight. She's like the Iron Man of the Dragon Ball universe. She's got the money, the means, the smarts. Like, just build a suit and then go kick all of the Saiyans' butts just to show them a lesson. That's all right. Girl power. <laughs> Girl power. Girl power. Yeah. I mean, Josh and I have actually given this a lot of thought. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we believe that a standalone Boo and Satan, like odd couple type show uh, is what uh, Japan, what America, all of us are really, truly missing. It's what the world needs right now. Right. <laughs> Guys, look. I'll that is a Mondo cool idea. Right yeah. now. Look, Japan, cool. you there? Japan. <laughs> Japan. They're on the other line. Yeah, I'll write to them. Oh. Dear Japan. <laughs> Just share my contact info. We'll talk to them later. Right. <laughs> I'm, Mr. I'm and friends Mr. with Japan, Japan on Facebook. We're way, ready. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Kyle, what about you? Ah, uh, golly, I, 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 I just want to see Gohan make Gohan great again. You know, <laughs> it's like he peaked as a I think kid. We're all there with you. Yeah, yeah, and everyone comes up to me. And it's like, I love Gohan. It's like that's awesome. So do I. It's like I love when he beat Cell. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I really think that tracksuit. He's got a great tracksuit. I mean, yeah, it's silent. It says COVID wear all. <laughs> I've already got an entire franchise uh, planned out. It's kind of like Terminator and Rocky had an android baby. Ooh. You know, he lives in the forest, friend of the animals, but the government has to call on him to save the world kind of thing. And there's no other DBZ characters in it whatsoever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's weird. You stole mine, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say now. Uh, well, we can go to Sunny first. Well, obviously, I would do a, a, a cop movie with Krillin, but he goes rogue cop, you know, so it's a rogue movie. Mm, yeah. Dirty cop. Dirty yeah. cop Krillin. Probably his, his, uh, his, he thinks his wife and kid are killed, but he can't really kill them, but he thinks they are. You know, so he's going after the bad guys. Let me wait. We'll write this down because I'm going to use this in a comic book <laughs> later. <laughs> Here's my idea, guys. Okay. This is the best one. Like, uh -oh. it's, it's the best. It's Resurrection L, right? They bring back Launch as the next oh! one. Do you remember her? Mm hmm. They, the big shape shifting, the shape shifting girl when she sneezes, she's got like a machine gun and stuff like that. She'd be, she'd be amazing. And I think that she should date Android 16. And like, uh, I mean, it's kind of, it's more of a romantic comedy. Awesome. You like birds? I like your face. We have relations now. You have great sales in your body. I've never kissed a woman. <laughs> Don't forget their wacky neighbors, Mr. Satan and Boo. Full <laughs> circle. Are Satan Boo coming for burgers again? <laughs> he goes to Gohan for love advice. He's like, I don't know. Oh. Never forgive me for throwing his head. Gohan will be a shoe salesman. Uh, I'm loving all this. So, he was looking at my head weird the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. 
Well, on that note. This is my first digital panel. No, no, you you guys are fine. (laughs) But we have reached the time. We are at the end. So do you guys have any final thoughts you want to leave us with or any projects that you are allowed to share with us? I just want to say um, Majin Beard. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's fantastic. Well, wash your hands, social distance, please, so we can go back to conventions in real life. Please, please, please. And also check out Uzuki Chan wants to hang out. Nice, nice. Who else? Anyone else? Your ass off. And watch Decadence. It's really awesome. Watch Assassination Classroom tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Twitch. that's right. Assassin's Classroom. <laughs> oh, tsunamis. Yeah. I've got some workshops uh, coming up, so we'll be looking for those announcements. That's what I got. Josh? Josh, behind the mask? Oh. Just keep watching. I got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Just look at the internet. Of, uh, You'll find them. That's right. That's right. Keep watching. <laughs> it's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. Uh, Twitch.tv <laughs> slash go hunt with your own bad self. Mm. Awesome. And Chris Sabbath? Uh, let's see. Watch anime and stuff. And so that's good. And then I've also been working on this show, Sign Night and Happiness, called The Stockholms. And it's just kind of a short, it's a kind of a, a series, animated series of kind of short episodes about a family that is part of a, like a hostage situation at a bank. And then the guy takes them hostage and they, they're in there for like nine months and they become like a happy sitcom family. And it's a bizarre show. I play and Santa. Where do you see this? Oh. It's on the internet. Okay. Uh, Josh, he knows. Go on the like, internet. Oh, read ElfQuest. Sorry. I think I'm drawing right now. Of course, of course. Well, okay, before we wrap this up, I just want to remind everybody to go to galaxycon.com and there is still time to purchase the personalized autographs. Make sure to check out the events tomorrow. We have a Smallville event and the cast of My Hero Academia. So until then, we will see you guys real soon. Thank you so much again. And thank you guys so much. This has been an absolute blast. Thanks for having us. Hey, guys. Great seeing all of you. Yay! It feels normal. Yeah. We get closer. I missed you all. I love you. I love you, Jeremy. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Yum 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 yum. Stay clean. Open mouth. Open mouth. But not a hoax. Okie dokie. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>